are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Hi, welcome to your Freeform Rock Podcast. With me, as always, is Mr. Yo! I'm Mr. Yo-Yo. Mr. Yo-Yo. Do you have your yo-yo in your pants? <laughs> uh, um, um, I always keep dropping it. Yeah, my I'm I'm Wee. Lee Wee Gerstman. And and you're on the mark, um, Alden Target Taylor. <laughs> That's funny. Alright. Yep. So today before we get into the shenanigans, I'll tell you what we're uh, reviewing so you don't leave. Uh, we're reviewing <laughs> we're reviewing the nineteen eighty Genesis classic album Duke. And now you can leave. Now you can leave. Okay, <laughs> but before we get into that, I have some questions for Lee. You went to a poetry reading. How was that, Lee? Oh, it, it was pretty good. It was at this place called Governor's Island, and I read a couple of pieces, and um, it, it, it was kind of a small reading. It, it wasn't really what you would call um, a lot of people there, but, but it was a pretty good thing, and they have different stages some of the people were shouting poetry and and that and that was kind of like there's like i was like wow you're kind of shouting poetry buddy but but then the other stages we were all kind of a little bit more more um quiet but it was like at first i couldn't find any water because it was like um kind of a you know hot out and stuff and people were just starting to get all prepared but then i was saying man for a place that's on an island where there's water there should be water but then someone brought a like a sink <laughs> that 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 actually had water in it and um and then so that was cool otherwise i would have had to pay for bottled water just a small tiny bottle of water for three dollars and uh, it's a good thing the guys that he says he's discouraging people from buying the water because he doesn't like the fact that they're having it in plastic bottles. So that was interesting. But yeah, um, um, there will be a video that one of the poets did of my reading, and um, when when they give it to me on email, then I'll be able to download, and then you can see me read. Cool. Did you have fun? Yeah, yeah, I had fun. It, it, it was a pretty nice um, time. Did people talk I, um, about your uh, poetry? Did they like it? Um, well, um, um, well, well, some of the people in the group, they, they liked a certain poem that I had done at the, the workshop before, so they went, oh, Lee, can you um, do that poem? And so I was like, well, if popular opinion says so, then okay, I'll do that one. Cool. Yeah. I'm glad you had fun. I'm glad you got to go. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was really cool. I know pe poetry yeah. and music is your is your passion, so... Oh, oh, definitely. Yeah, and, and I was um, happy to finally go to a reading in New York, because I always did, like, poetry in California, but this is the first time that I was able to perform my poetry at a poetry festival in New York. Yeah, so like, that was cool. Yeah, like in California, it says, it's rad, man. We saw the girl, and we went, cool, man. And then we went, oh, wow, bro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
That's the California's poetry, right? Bro, really? Oh my God, bro! Um, <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> but that—that's more how they're like after they um, take a toke of weed after they read. They—they <laughs> they go. Um, They—they they ask them, "What's, what's your poetry about?" And they go, "Well, man, my, uh, whoa, you have good hair." And they go, "Well, what's your poetry about?" Well, man, I'm, I'm, whoa, I'm, I'm, uh, you have good hair, man. And go, fuck that, what's your poetry about? And they continue talking for an hour. It's like this. (sighs) (coughs) Whoa, man, that was a great joke. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Where's the, where's the, I need more weed. What am I doing up here? Fuck. Is, I, why is are people that looking what you at me? call your poetry? You call it a toke? <laughs> this, uh, was, this was the toke of so. ages, man. I had so great. I was hacking, and then I hacked again, and then... Oh, what the uh-huh. fuck am I doing? Fuck, I'm hungry. Yeah. Where are the fucking yeah, there's, tacos at? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a kind of a writer called a hack writer, which uh-huh. means they just write a bunch of stuff for publication like it could be romance or mystery but they're called hack writers but now you can say a hack writer can be someone who coughs they cough <laughs> as they write their 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 stuff because they're hacking well it's like on the uh black sabbath song sweet leaf right <laughs> yeah <laughs> freaking uh black yeah. sabbath started the california poetry movement right yeah. there <laughs> yeah you're my lovely lady you're my Leave. Too bad I coughed on you, and that's why you leaved. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. <laughs> All right, okay, we're gonna get into the Genesis, but before that, we're debuting another track by your own Mr. Lee Gershman. And, uh, tell us about how you came up with this track, and what's its name? Well, it's called "The Letter Was Mailed Last Month," and this was one of the last songs that I was doing in California and I had gotten the idea when there was a bunch of magazines and stuff in the cafe and I went there and was just writing down all sorts of different little phrases and stuff and then adding some of my own words so all of the um, songs have really strange words to them and this song is kind of a really weird kind of a, a tune with bells and stuff and I figured that it would have gone great with this Genesis review so that's why I picked it nice so here we go Mr. Lee Gershman the letter was mailed yesterday right last, last month, month. Uh-huh. But, 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 but it doesn't matter whether it's last month or yesterday or 10 minutes or a year you know it's still mailed <laughs> it was mailed unless the truck got in an accident on the freeway and you'll never see it again but, uh, yeah, that will okay. be in the second. That will be in the second version of the song. <laughs> the letter was in the mail last month, but the truck blew up, and I couldn't get it to you. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's Lee Gershman. The letter was mailed last month on the Freeform Rock podcast. Industrial ease 
Luxury cars with industry leaders versus the competition for airfares. But aren't they tied with a carefully considered inconveniences with risks, charges, and experiences? Okay, man, that was interesting as always, Lee. The letter was mailed last month, and you guys, uh, if you guys want his music, he'll uh, trade it for trade it to you for for uh, for money. <laughs> yeah, or or girlfriends that or, that that you don't like because they're too skinny and look too good. I'll take them. <laughs> yeah, Lee likes the skinny uh, people who look like they need to eat women. Uh, well, well, um, not 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 like. Hey, we need to eat you. No, 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 no. Get, get away from me. But, but yeah, yeah. I mean, um, no. I, 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 I don't mean anorexic. Damn. <laughs> but I, but, but I don't mean that. I want to watch them eat all day, and then my money's going down the drain, and the food's going down your stomach. This whole thing is insane. I might as well jump in the chiquitic. And clear my brain. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, let's get into this album, 1980s Duke. Duke is the tenth studio album by English rock band Genesis, released in March 1980 on Charisma Records. The album followed a period of inactivity for the band in early 1979. Phil Collins moved to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, in an effort to salvage his failing first marriage. While Tony Banks and Mike Rutherford recorded solo albums, Collins returned to the UK after his marriage ended and wrote a significant amount of material, some of which was used for Duke and late, some was later reworked for his first solo album, Face Value. 
Duke convened a mix of individually written songs and tracks that evolved from jam sessions in mid-1979. While recording took place at the end of the year, the break of inactivity rejuvenated the band and they found the album an easy one to work on. Duke was positively received by music critics who praised the album for bridging the band's progressive rock-orientated past via experimental pieces such as the closing 10-minute Duke's Travels, Duke's End Suite, with their more pop-rock-orientated commercially accessible direction as displayed on the hit singles Turn It On Again, Duchess, and Misunderstanding. It was the first album by the group to reach number one in the UK charts and has since been certified platinum in both UK and US. Freaking cool, man. <laughs> yeah. I'll also have to say I heard it uh, back when I was um, younger and drinking, and so that was cool. Yeah, so let's get into this album. The first track, Behind the Lines, what did you think of this one? Oh, this is an interesting song. I think the fast part in the beginning was originally part of the Duke theme. The slower part is when Between the Lines start, and it's a cool song. I also like Phil Collins' solo version of it, but that's more soul. And this is more rock, but I like both equally well. Cool song. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I love the Phil Collins version also. It's a little bit more soulful, funky. And it's, yeah. it's cool to see how two, that one song could go two different directions by the one person who helped write it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is written by all three of them. So this is a really yeah. cool track. And then we get into the next song. Oh, wait, I love this song. This song is awesome. It's written in a book. It's a freaking great song, man. I love the uh, way uh, Phil Collins' vocal tone is on this song. He's it's written in a book. And then he has that high vocals that he does all the time. Freaking, yeah. he has a killer voice, man. Nobody sounds like Phil Collins. And his well, I do. It's written in the book. <laughs> you want to let me be blue. Well, both are, both the singers, the one that preceded him, uh, Peter uh, Peter Gabriel, they both have unique voices, and this yeah. is freaking awesome. And the story about how Phil got the lead singer gig is that they were auditioning for singers, and Phil goes, "Why can't I sing?" And they said, "Why can't you?" So they tested him and said, "Yeah." He says he sang <laughs> he sang here and there with Peter, but we didn't realize he could be our lead singer. <laughs> yeah, so it was pretty cool. So let's get into the next track, which you picked. So here's Duchess on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was Duchess. Why'd you pick that track, Lee? Really interesting song, melodically and passionate, I think. It's one of my favorites on here. Very cool. Yeah, um, I didn't realize I had a video, and this was a single off the album. I only thought Turn It On Again and Misunderstanding was the videos. But they also had a video for this one, and I looked at it, too. It was, it was pretty cool. Phil Collins had a wow. full-on full beard. I didn't know that. And, yeah, he had a full-on huh. beard. It's on YouTube. So I was okay, looking for I'll the, look at it. Looking for the song to put on here. I have the album, but YouTube videos are easier for me to uh, manipulate. Mm. <laughs> yeah. This is a, this is a freaking awesome song. One two punch on this album. This song rules. Six minutes and forty seconds for a single. Just put it that way. I wonder if they edited it for the uh, single version. But it's freaking, mm. it's a freaking cool track. And then we get into the next one, which I think is an instrumental guide vocal, right? Uh, no, there's 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 a vocal on it. <laughs> Not much. It's mostly keyboards. Well, well, there's there's a there's a uh, he's singing words on it. <laughs> All right. Well, it's a it's a cool little like in between track. It's it's kind of a filler to me. What do you think? Oh, this is a deep cut, but it's interesting. It reminds me of Afterglow. It sounds more like Tony Banks was responsible for most of the melody. But yeah, it's it's one of those songs where um, if if it were on a menu as a course of food you'd be getting the plate and then after the first spoonful the waiter will take it away and you say wait he says no i'm sorry this was all this was a really small meal you know (laughs) yeah i I think it's cool it's not you don't need to have to skip it it's only a minute and it goes right into man of our times yeah really cool track uh what do you think of man of our times oh this might be the weakest song on the album for me. I can enjoy it somewhat, but it shows me how Mike Rutherford would go in a more unbearably pop direction with Mike and the Mechanics, but I don't hate it. Yeah, I love this song. I love Phil Collins. He goes, man, other times. His vocals are amazing on this track. I freaking mm. love this song, and Mike Rutherford wrote it by himself. So, like you were saying, I think it's really, and I like Mike and the Mechanics. So this, oh, oh, this um, is, um, oh, you don't God. like Mike and the Mechanics' first record? Well, their first one, I guess, but then they did some other stuff, which was like I love love the first two albums, Living Years, and the first one. Oh, I hate the song Living Years. Yeah, but there's other songs on the Living Years album that are freaking awesome. But but then later they did other albums which the songs made me want to run to living years and call it mommy. <laughs> call it mommy. Yeah, mommy, get me away from these other songs. Okay, come back to the living years, my crap. Anything except that, get me away from those shitty songs. I don't care if you're shit. At least you're not double shit. They were talking about the loss of a parent, dude. I don't care if the song makes me feel like it's not a good song. Okay, I'm sorry that the parent was gone, but that doesn't make the song better for me. Okay, I love the song. Say Uh, it loud, say it loud, say it clear, oh, say it clear. Oh, God, well... Since I sang for you, I guess you <laughs> have revenge. 
Oh, man, I love Paul Carrick. You don't like Paul Carrick? I do. Uh, get his album one good reason. Get the stuff that he did with Squeeze. Yeah, Tempted was a great song. Yeah, yeah, get that stuff. We should do a Squeeze. Stay squee- away we from the mic and the mechanics crap. We should do a, a Squeeze uh, review one day. Okay. Sounds cool. All right, well, let's get into the next track, which you picked. You picked all the singles off this album, Lee. What happened? Uh, I I can't not pick this song. <laughs> all right, well, we'll get into it after we after the break. So here's Misunderstanding by Genesis on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Some kind of mistake 
That was Genesis Misunderstanding. Why did you pick that track, Lee? Well, I have to tell you that in this case, it's, it's, it's just too good of a song. If you pick an album where the singles are the best songs, then I'm going to pick them. So I have to ruin my reputation, thank you. But anyway... I, I know, Mr. Deep Track. I know, I know. Um, most of the time, I'm Mr. Deep Track. Today, I'm, I'm Mr. Cream Puff. At least, but it's, anyway, at least it's not Deep Throat. <laughs> yeah. Deep, deep Throat gobbling the Cream Puff. But <laughs> oh anyway... God. I don't want to yeah, see that it, image in my head. Yeah. Oh, God, that's terrible. Yeah, all right. But anyway... This is probably the most well-known song, but for some reason, it's a it's a really great song, and I've never gotten sick of it yet. That's yeah. my yeah. reason. I don't get sick of anything by Genesis, from Peter Gabriel mm. to uh, Phil Collins. The band mm. is really, really good, even when they went poppy. The pop mm -hmm. was intelligent progressiveness, like this song. It's yeah. This freaking song is awesome. It must be some misunderstanding. Ooh. <laughs> I freaking love this song. There must be yeah. some kind of mistake. Fucking love yeah. this track, man. I wish Phil would break this out live on his. He plays the mostly like the invisible touch stuff, like uh, the love, oh, the yeah. love stuff, and throwing it all away and. I wish yeah. he'd play Domino in the last Domino. Fuck that song rules. <laughs> oh, alright. Cause she got a good Domino. <laughs> mm. I love it how it just yeah. changes. You know, it's like it's, oh, we're halfway there. Oh, Domino, Domino. Dude, have you heard that song, Do the last Domino? Um. Yeah. Take I'm a look at the beautiful river of blood. Domino, You're singing freaking Bon Poopy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding with you. I know the song. Isn't that a great progressive song on Invisible Touch? I wish they play play that song, man. Fuck. Get the get the album Genesis. Uh, the way we walk, the longs, because they have the shorts oh, okay. and they have the longs, and it's live, and they do that song live. It's so good. Yeah, oh my god, um, I love it. That 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 particular album isn't my. Favorite favorite album of theirs invisible touch it has yeah. a lot of pop on it but there's a lot of progressive deep tracks on that album dude it's just I, so I, good I, I don't hate the album it's it's kind of all right and i also love i can't dance album that is really progressive except for I, the, I do like it freaking we'll get into these albums later let's not ruin them for our fans because for the listeners because we're oh, reviewing okay. another album why we're reviewing another album why we're reviewing another album <laughs> why not do that why not why not when we finally do our bon jovi album we just instead talk about the other genesis albums and forget about the bon jovi uh, right now <laughs> new jersey is winning with uh four likes and uh two uh fuck this group <laughs> Hey, whoever said fuck this group, I want him to be a co-host on my show. That's James West. Cool. Uh, hey, James. We love you, bro. Yep. And you got to understand, this bon the Bon Jovi review will be funny because Lee hates it and I like it. So we're going to freaking have a duke. We're going to duke it out. You get it? Yep. <laughs> we're doing duke, so we're going to duke it out on Bon Jovi. All right. All right, let yep. me digress. Let's get to the last song on side one. Heath Hayes, what do you think of this one? 
I usually forget about this song because it's one of their deepest cuts, but I really like it. And it's one of the best deep cuts from this period in the band. Yeah, I like it a lot. Banks wrote it by himself. It's so good. Great freaking song. And then yeah. we get to, we ter- flip this bitch over and get to side two. If you have a CD, it keeps playing. but Or you have uh-huh. MP3s. Uh, this is Turn It On Again. And Lee picked the last single off this album. He picked one, two, three. In order. So let's get to uh, Turn It On Again on the Freeform Rock Podcast by Genesis.
That was Turn It On by Genesis. Why'd you pick that track, Lee? Well, first of all, when you say, Lee, pick the three songs in a row, it sounds like you're saying, ooh, look at that little mess that Lee made on the corner. Get out. <laughs> no, I'm not uh, used I'm to you picking singles. Oh, look, he's taking the... the... Yeah, yeah, um, look, he's, he's picking vodka, and he's walking out of the store, and I say, shut up. Kind of like that, but anyway <laughs> i know when you go when you steal vodka you still steal the cheap stuff what's up with that <laughs> it's it, i I'm, I'm old and it's hard for me to bend down to pick up the good things so i so i just have to sing a song and fart in front of the cashier and then when he turns his head and goes ew that's when i run out the door well usually the uh cheaper stuff is on the bottom and the, the expensive stuff is closer to the top they want you to buy oh, that. Oh, well, when I'm, when I'm drunk, I'm kind of like, I don't know. It's like I think, oh, this is V. I didn't realize it said Vaseline on it, but I went, fuck it, I'll drink it anyway. Oh. <laughs> why were you <laughs> anyway. buying Vaseline? Huh? <laughs> I said, why, you, why did you want Vaseline? <laughs> no, I, I thought it was vodka. Oh, okay. But it's and not even, it, Vaseline isn't in a bottle, it's in a little... <laughs> then, then maybe it wasn't Vaseline. Maybe I got vodka then. Okay, I'm, I'm, I am I'm feel better now. All right, so why'd you like this song, Lee? Uh, oh, Simply Classic. It's one of the coolest high-energy clap-your-hands classics I know of. Really fun and awesome song. They did this in concert as the encore when I saw them live in San Francisco sure. for the Invisible Touch tour, and it was awesome. One of my favorite songs of Genesis. I'm so jealous you saw them in concert. I saw Phil, though. Phil was good. I, oh, wow. I saw him last year. So good. He was sitting in a chair because he had, he just had, like, a vertebrae surgery. So he oh, was sitting okay. there, and his son was playing the drums, and his son sounds just like Phil. Plays wow. the same way. That his, sounds cool. His son is 16, dude, and touring with him. Freaking awesome, huh? Wow, yeah. His son is great. You should look him up. Really great drummer. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah, this is one of my all-time favorite songs by Genesis. This one and um, Man in the Corner. Freaking love this. Oh, okay. And Domino. I love these freaking... I love this song. I love it. It's such great harmonies. Turn it on. Turn it on. Turn it on. Turn it on again. Freaking turn great. it on. All I need is a TV show. That on the radio. Down yeah. on my luck again. I love the way he, when he gets all gritty yeah. and... Closes his eyes and yeah. puts the mic, gets back on the mic and just freaking screams. He's like singing, but he had, that's the Phil Collins, like, the gruff. When yeah. he gets all gruffy, I love it when Phil Collins does the gruff, man. Yep. Fucking love this song. Great track yep. to pick, Lee. Right and on. then we get into a slower song called Alone Tonight. What do you think of this one? This doesn't thrill me. It's probably the one song I could do without on here. It seems like you don't like Mike Rutherford. I, I, he has an album called Small Creeps Day. That one is kind of all right. And I, I like some of the songs he wrote um, with Genesis before this period. But some of the songs he wrote um, were not that great. And he has an album called Acting Very Strange, which... Uh, is is really quite quite um, forgettable and crap. Okay, I like this song. I think it's a sweet little song, and 
And I think uh, that could have been done on a Mike and the Mechanics album, but uh, it's a cool song. It's not one of my favorites on here. I'm agreeing with you on that one. Okay, okay. It's cool. And then we get to the the Banks written song, Cul-de-Sac. What do you think of this one? This is an interesting song and a good example of why I'm a fan of Tony Banks. Um, It's um, kind of an example of classical type of a song, but I really do dig it. Tony Banks is awesome, and this song is awesome also. I love it. It's a great track. And then we get into the next track, Please Don't Ask. What do you think of this one? Well, Please Don't Ask. I'm only kidding. This is okay. Um, It's a deep cut. It's a pretty cool song, but I usually don't remember it until I hear it. And I probably would have picked it as a fourth track if we had done that. Oh, okay. I like this song. I think it's cool. I love Phil's vocal tone again. I love... You know, I can't say anything about Mike Rutherford playing lead because he plays rhythm lead. He really doesn't like play lead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When when you, I wish he, when I you wish saw him in con- a- when you saw him in concert, wasn't it Daryl Strummer doing uh, Steve Hackett's leads? Um, yeah. The, the 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 interesting thing was the seats we had were so um, weird, and there was this big speaker in the way. So I didn't even know Daryl Sturmer was there until he walked off stage because I couldn't even see him. I saw Phil Collins because he was off to the right a little bit. And um, I could see Tony Banks definitely. But it was like um, Mike Rutherford, I only saw him when he went to adjust his speakers and Daryl Sturmer didn't move. So I didn't even know he was there until after they walked off stage. Yeah, Daryl Strummer is a great guitar player. He still, I think he still plays with Phil. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, great guitar player. And uh, and then they had the other drummer too. I forgot his name. Um, 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 something like um, not, like like Chester Collins. Chester, no, no, it's Chester, Chester something. Chester, yeah. yeah, yeah, Chester. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. This is what I like about Genesis. They know they just can't be them three up on stage they bring on a whole band around them so it's live music they're not using tapes or shit to yep. fill up the sound they they know hey yep. we know mike can't play steve hackett leads if we do some old genesis so we're gonna bring in daryl stromer we know phil needs yep. to come out out front sometimes to uh to be the lead vocalist so we're gonna bring him in and we're gonna have a drummer behind him and then he'll go back to drums and jam with him which was awesome yeah, I show. only wish that that Mike Rutherford could have someone else write his songs for him, and he's in the background. <laughs> he's a great rhythm lead guitar player, though. You notice with him, there's yeah. really hard any slamming leads. It's just like rhythm, really cool. I wish, yeah, I wish on his songs he played the guitar so loud that you can't even hear the rest of the song. It would improve it. <laughs> That's funny. And then we get to the the. The, the the progressive masterpiece on the album called Duke's Travels. What did you think of this one? Oh, this is another part of the Duke theme that they put in parts. It's a good instrumental and one of the most progressive things on here. I really like it. Well, you know, Phil does sing in this song in parts. Um, I thought this was the instrumental. No, he sings in this song. Oh, then what am I smoking? You're smoking some crack, man, or drink, or, uh, or you're lighting up some vodka. 
Yeah. Let me see. Let me make sure because I know I he sings and it's basically an instrumental. But he does. There are lyrics in this song. I'm looking up the lyrics. Duke's Travels lyrics. Let's see. Mm. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, he says uh, most are quoted from guide vocal. Says, oh, I, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was um, during the ending of the song, and I'm the one and, who guided so you this far. Of, you all know how you feel. Nobody. I kind of forgot it. Yeah. I call on you for I must leave. You're on your own till the end. There's a choice, but it's now gone. I said you won't understand. Take what's yours and be damned. Ooh, that's freaking cool. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face. See, that's what he's saying, right? <laughs> take take what is yours yeah. and be damned. Damned. Mm -hmm. You hear that from Phil Collins? Wow, and Tony Banks wrote that because it was from Guide Vocal. Huh, okay. Freaking awesome. Yeah, it's a killer instrumental with a little bit of guide vocal in it. Really fucking cool. And then the last thing, Duke's End, that goes in from Duke's Travels, is basically all the songs put into an instrumental form off the album, right? Yeah. And I thought that this is a more realized version of what we heard on the beginning of the album. It's a great album closer and sort of recaps the whole album. It does, and I really like it. It's like a... It's like what uh, Styx did on the Grand Illusion, the Grand Illusion finale. It was like all the songs done, but he, you could hear some singing here and there, and but it was all the songs mished into one. Oh, wow, yeah. You don't remember that from the Grand Illusion finale? Um, no, no, I do, and I was going to say, if only that part of, the, part of it, Come Sail Away, was gone from the album, we would have had a really good album. But that song stinks so much, that's the only thing I remember from the album. Come Sail Away? Yeah. You don't like Castle Walls? No, I'm saying I don't like Come Sail Away. Okay, but you only remember that from the album, but the best song on the album is Castle Walls. Fooling well, now, th thank you. I mean, after after you remind me, but, but, but usually um, Come Sail Away is such a horrible song that I go, yuck. And I don't remember the rest. But yeah, no, the rest of the album's good. Fooling Yourself, Anger Young Man. Yeah, that stuff is good. That's a great album. I love Come Sail Away. and so does Oh, God. I, I love it when, when Cartman does it on... Uh, on oh, uh, <laughs> Cartman does it on uh, South Park. Come sail away, come sail away, come sail away Cartman. with me. <laughs> Cartman, that sounds like... The painter playing, doing the stuff with Kiss. The, yep. the backing painter, Cartman, welcome. Hey, man, you know what? You know what? I'm going to play Cartman's version of Come Sail Away right now. So here's oh, Cartman's shit. version of Come Sail Away on the Free Floor Rock Podcast. The Cartman is. South Park, look it up. Let me be. 
Wyciec fotim mewi, a nie wyciec bebecie, a lecie.
Let's welcome Master P. That was Cartman from South Park doing his version of Come Sail Away. But now let's get... I would rather you say this is Sail Away doing his version of Cartman South Park. <laughs> All right. Well, Duke's end was awesome. We digress. We just had to get a little comedy in there. Okay. <laughs> you had to say you didn't like Come Sail Away. I didn't play the real version. I played the comedic version. So that should make you okay. happy. Um, it makes me less sick. Yeah, and freaking they also do uh they also do like a rush thing. They call themselves Little Rush and uh Cartman starts uh -huh. going he he went with the black band sailing downstream and then freaking the other guy goes, "Hey fat ass, that's freaking uh Tom Sawyer. I'm Giddy Lee. I can sing what I want." He says, "Just do the song right." And they go, "One, two, and then Rush goes into Tom Sawyer in concert. Oh, Ru Rush uses that part to like introduce Tom Sawyer. It's fucking hilarious. That's cool. Yeah, I'm, he's singing. Tall, I'm, he went down the river with the black man. He goes, "That's tall, that's Huckleberry Finn, dumbass." Oh. <laughs> it's funny, man. Oh yeah, now now that sounds like some I would like. You would like South Park, dude. It's hilarious. Okay. All right, let's get into the, our tracks of the week. And I didn't pick anything like Genesis. I just wanted to rock us out. So I picked Bob Seger's "Her Strut." I love that hmm. freaking down on out, down on out, now, 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 now. It sounds like a woman is strutting, right? It's like <laughs> I don't know that song. What you don't know. You don't know her strut. I love to watch her strut. <coughs> what 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 album is it from? I mean, oh shit! You would have to ask that. I wasn't prepared for that question. Well, well, um, it's one. Let's just say it's an album I don't know. Let me see. I think it's on my phone here. I gotta go to B R. It's off of Against the Wind. Oh, okay. I don't really know that album. You don't know the horizontal bot? Betty Lou's uh, getting out tonight. Fire Lake. I, he, I know a couple of those songs, dude, but not we, the whole thing. I think that'll be the the Bob Seger album we'll review now. Just oh God, no! <laughs> I I, I want to pick the Bob. Seger album okay you pick it first and then i'll pick it second <laughs> and it probably yeah, won't yeah, be oh, it probably won't yeah, be this one i'll probably I'll pick say, the, i'll probably pick yeah, the live album <laughs> y'all yeah, be um hey let's do noah and then you say okay and then when we go into it we say and guess what these surprise are doing against the wind ah! Ah, i don't even know who noah is i know he's a guy who sailed saved all of us yeah. in an ark Thank it's, you, it's, thank you, Jesus, God. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll tune you on to the album. All right, and then you pick David Blue, Ooh Mama. Yeah. Oh Mama. It's O, Ooh, right? Mama. Ooh Mama. Ooh Mama, 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 Mama. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't listen to the song. I suck. Uh. uh well, you would like it. All you right. You'd like it better than the Bob Seger song, even though I don't know it. Dude, you got, I'm going to send you her strut, dude. It's a freaking great song. I'll listen to it. It might be good. I, I like it. All right. So I he, mean, I, I might do like it. He, he's an American rock and roller, man. Without, yeah. It's like, it's like Bob Seger, American apple pie. <laughs> yep. All right. Let's get let's get to the end. Let's get you guys out of here. So American apple poop. <laughs> so here's Bob Seger, her strut, and David Blue, ooh mama. And until next week, say goodbye, Lee. 
goodbye. You could do that better. All right, later. <laughs> Sounds like you're taking a bon poopy. Ha, God. bye.
I woke up late in the afternoon and smoked a cigarette. Then looking around the room, I noticed you had left. Gone was the feeling that had marked the night before. While I was sleeping, you were stealing out the door. I wonder if I will see you anymore. I stretched and yawned and threw off sleep and faced another day. What it is I can't forget is what I cannot say. Now I know the plan you made to leave me here. What it is I am to do is not very clear. I'd like to, but I cannot shed any more tears. Thank you. 
You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.